Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. people in this episode of the podcast I get into a little bit of a rant about some exercise that I see some ladies doing at the gym that's driving me absolutely freaking bananas so I, I, I address that I ran on that a little bit and then after that we get into a question about proper stretching before and after workouts what should you guys be doing getting ready for a workout getting ready for an exercise as well as for a cool down afterwards so if you want to know anything about that make sure you tune in um, other than that thank you guys for being here don't forget to check out my Instagram page, Adam underscore Pullman Fit, um, for opportunities to submit questions that will be answered on the podcast. Uh, other than that, love y'all. Enjoy the show. Uh, what up, party people? All right, listen, I have a message for the girls out there, the girls in the gym. So there is this piece of equipment that is in the gym, right? And it is where you can do dips and pull-ups. And this specific machine has a pad for you to rest your knees on. And basically what it does is it assists you and gives you a little extra help when you are doing dips or pull-ups. So if you are someone who can't do a pull-up, you would use this machine, put your knees on it, put some weight on there to help pull you, uh, pull the weight down and push you up to make that body weight movement a little easier because dips and pull-ups are very challenging. Absolutely great machine. I think people should use it more often. But people can't. And here's why. Thanks to all these Instagram models and these Instagram girls that uh, feel like they are the greatest coaches and trainers alive, they are giving uh, the impression to other women in the world that that pad is used for a leg press where you stand on the stair and you push the pad down with your foot, um, supposedly training your glutes. Unbelievable. Here's, here's a news flash for you. The same exact movement happens when you're stepping up a stair or when you're stepping up onto a box. So there are other girls in the gym and guys who would like to use the dip assistance and the pull-up assistance. And there are plenty of boxes and benches and stairs that are not being used. So if you would be so kind, please stop pushing that pad down on the machine dip assistance uh, and use a step-up tool like a bench, a box, or a stair. And activate your glutes that way because the rest of us want to get some work in on those pull-ups and dips. I keep seeing girls do this in the gym oh, and it's driving me crazy. I don't know what to do. I mean, okay, I need to stop here. I need to think about where they're coming from. Okay, I understand it. They're looking at a girl on Instagram who has like a two-inch waist and a massive butt that probably had implants or was born with it. And they're doing this exercise and so they say, oh... If I want to get these glutes, I'm going to do this exercise. So I can kind of understand where they're coming from. But if I know you listen to this show and I see it happening, I'm not going to understand. Because here's the thing. It's a completely ineffective exercise. Squatting, deadlifts, step-ups, lunges, all that stuff is going to be way more beneficial for building some serious glutes. So you've been educated. That machine is for those of us who want to do dips and pull-ups. And the stairs, the extra boxes, are for you girls who want to work on your glutes and do some step-ups on there. So 
that's just something I wanted to rant about because I've seen some poor people just waiting at that dip assistance machine and they can't do anything because, you know, some teenager is over there pushing it down with her foot, thinking like she's working her glutes or something. Oh, man. We got to do a lot of work. We got to do a lot of work. We have a lot of negative influences on social media telling everybody what to do with their health and fitness, and it's not good information. It's just not. Anyway, just wanted to rant about that a little bit. Please use the steps or the stairs. You'll, you'll also be way better off doing lunges, squats, and, and um, deadlifts. Because the, the amount of weight that you can increase on those exercises is way more than you can do on that dip assistance thing. So it's just not going to be the best thing for your glutes. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. I'm done. I apologize if I offended anybody that's been using that. But now you know that you can do other exercises that are way more beneficial for you, so you don't have to waste your time doing that anymore. And now, those of you that have been wanting to improve your pull-ups, improve your dips, can use that machine. It's a win-win all around. It's a win-win-win. I got to rant a little bit. People now know that they can do other exercises to improve their glutes, and other people can do dips and pull-ups because the machine's not being used. Win-win-win. I love it. Great start to the podcast. Uh, but I guess now that the uh, rant and random topic is over, we should get into the question of the day, huh? All right, today's question. What? Well, let's see. What is the actual question? Okay. Types of stretching to do before and after lifting. Oh, boy. Stretching and warming up. That is a topic that is not talked about enough, but it needs to be. So here's the thing. First thing I want to address um, the, the two different types of stretching that we think of are uh, dynamic stretching, in which you are stretching a muscle while moving, and static, where you're kind of just pulling a muscle and letting it stretch while you're kind of staying in an isolated uh, position, like sitting down and touching your toes and hanging out there. That's a static stretch, whereas a soldier kick is more of a dynamic stretch. Um, it, before lifting... I don't think we should think of it so much as stretching out. I think we should think of it as increasing um, mobility and increasing range of motion. Also, priming. That is something that is completely underrated. Well, I mean, whether you want to call it priming, warming up, it doesn't freaking matter. But don't, in, instead of thinking about stretching to warm up, do some activation or priming to warm up. What I mean by that is whatever muscle group that you are working in an exercise coming up, activate that muscle so it can be used more in that movement. Let's say, for example, you are doing deadlifts. One of the muscles that you want to be doing a lot of work um, is the glutes. You want your glutes to be doing a ton of work in this movement. If not, your lower back is going to take over and it's not going to do, it's not going to just, it's not going to look pretty. You might get hurt. So you want your glutes to be really activated. You want to have that mind-muscle connection. So a good activator or a primer before um, some deadlifts might be glute bridges. That's going to be a great way for you to engage your glutes um, and activate them. So that way, when you go into your deadlifts, they are doing a lot of the work. Another good example is a, a row. So if you're going to go do a barbell row, a cable row, any sort of row, whatever it is, a lot of us have upper cross syndrome So because we're sitting at desks all day long. We are typing, we're looking at our phone, and our shoulders are rolled forward, and our scapula, our upper back, is completely inactive. So a good primer or an activator or a warm-up for that would just be standing still, arms are straight out in front of you, practicing squeezing your shoulder blades together, hold for a few seconds, and then relax. Retract your shoulder blades, 
hold for a few seconds, relax. Because that upper back, bringing those shoulder blades together is what you want to be activated. If those are not activated and they are essentially dead and not working during that exercise, you're just going to be working your uh, biceps, so your arms and your rear delts the whole time and you're defeating the whole purpose of it. So warming up isn't necessarily about getting your blood flowing I should say isn't always. It's not always about getting your blood flowing and getting your heart rate up. It's about making sure that based on your goals, you your body is ready for the workout that you have ahead of you. Um, and the best thing people can do is prime or activate those muscles before, those specific muscles before you go into a movement. That's what I would do before a workout. I wouldn't even do the whole thing before a workout. I would have an activator uh, exercise before each exercise. So you're doing deadlifts, and then your activator exercise is a glute bridge to activate those glutes. Later on, you're getting ready for, I don't know, like I said, rows. Then you're doing a band row or a um, scapular retraction to get that, that scapular retraction ready and warmed up for that row. Let's say you're doing... Another good example. Another good example is you're doing lunges and you want those glutes to be activated more so than your quads because you're quad dominant. So you want your back, uh, your posterior chain to get more work. You want those glutes to get more work. A single leg glute bridge um, would be a great option for that. So have some sort of activator before each workout. That way, your or sorry before each exercise. That way your exercise is better executed and you're really activating and using those muscle groups instead of just going the motions. So that's what I would do before. After, I would really address stretching. Static stretching is fine, but here's the thing. The reason people get hurt when doing static stretching before a workout is not because they're pulling a cold muscle and it's not healthy for the body. It's a little bit of a myth. It's more so that you're increasing your range of motion by stretching out those muscle groups, but you're not increasing the stability and the strength in that range of motion. Does that make sense? So if you're doing a squat and you're really stretching out your, your lower half and you're able to squat way deeper now, but you put the same amount of weight on your back for that squat and you go way deeper than you ever have, you, th you don't have the same amount of control or stability in that bigger range of motion. And that is what leads to injury. When people stretch out their hamstrings really hard at the very beginning and then they go sprint they pull a hamstring or something like that because they don't have the stability and control in that long range of motion because their body just simply isn't used to it. So if you're doing some static stretching and increasing your range of motion with that, it's also a good idea to do some holds um, or some isometric holds where you're really engaging that muscle and holding it so you have stability in that range of motion. Here's an example. If you are trying to, um, let's say, let me think of one here. If you're trying to stretch out your hips a little bit and you're trying to open those up, what I would do is as you open those hips up, I would, um, at the very bottom, I would make sure that you are, when you're holding, you push your knees out and you really activate those glutes and you kind of tense up your thighs um, as well as pull those toes up a little bit so you're creating tension in that bigger range of motion. That way you're not just loosey-goosey when you squat. Another one, if you're improving ankle mobility and you're doing like a combat stretch and you're trying to increase your ankle mobility and the range of motion that your uh, lower leg has from your ankle so your knee can go further forward during a squat, I would, when you get to your max um, 
load or your max distance, I would pull your toes up towards your shins. That way you increase the stability in that ankle joint at that range of motion. So it's all about making sure not only are you loose, but you also have control in that range of motion. So that's what I would do afterward. Um, as far as stretching goes, I would make sure you're stretching out those muscle groups. It can Any sort of muscle groups that you worked in the workout especially, um, it can help with recovery. It's going to help you cool down a little bit more um, and just help you avoid being super sore as well. So before a workout, work on mobility, slight mobility, so your range of motion is a little better, but make sure you're still focusing on stability in that range of motion. Um, and, and as I would also work on priming and activating specific muscle groups leading into your exercises. So that's what I would do beforehand. Afterward, I would work on those, those static stretches where you're really increasing that range of motion, but make sure you're tensing um, at that max range of motion to create some sort of stability in there as well. And remember guys, you don't have to stretch before and after. It's not something you have to do all the time, but if you prime and activate beforehand, you're going to get more out of your workouts and more out of your exercises. If you stretch every day and increase your range of motion and increase your strength and control and stability in that range of motion, that is going to allow you to do a fuller range of motion in your exercises with the same amount of weight, which is going to allow you to build more muscle, increase your strength, and increase your weights um, in those exercises. So it's not something you have to do, but it is definitely going to benefit your workout, your recovery, and your progress down the road. So prime and activate beforehand, and then some sort of stretching, some sort of static stretching with a, a tension hold during those stretches to increase that stability and control. That's all I have on stretching and warming up before um, a workout as well as cooling down after a workout. Uh, guys, don't forget, if you have some sort of goal that you're working towards, I um, coach people online. So if you are interested in something like that, at least want to see what it looks like, go ahead and send me a message on Instagram. Um, check out the website, which is PullmanFitness.com. Fill out an application there. Instagram is going to be Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Another thing about Instagram, that is your stop, your one-stop shop. That is your place to submit questions that you would like to be answered on the podcast. I will address them in my story when I ask for the questions, but I will also go into it in more detail on the podcast. That way you guys can get a really good um, answer to the questions that you have re regarding your health, nutrition, fitness, whatever it may be. So that is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Don't forget to give me a follow and keep up with the posts and my stories on there. And we also have some awesome content um, like videos, infographics, and things like that, tips, for your nutrition, your fitness, your training, your health, whatever, on Facebook, that's going to be facebook.com slash Pullman Fitness. Um, and other than that, guys, I just want to thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening to the show and supporting Pullman Fitness in the podcast. Um, I love you all. You all are awesome, beautiful human beings. I appreciate each and every one of you. Hope you guys are having an awesome day. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. 
If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom-tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.